Welcome to the Haringey Education Partnership Brief. It's Monday, the 31st of January. I'm Luke. And I'm Maya. And we're here to bring you up to date with what's happening in education. Here's what you need to know this week. TES published the first major interview with Education Secretary Nadeem Zahawi. They discuss his plans for the sector, why he's in a hurry to make changes, and where those changes are going to happen. One of the hottest topics touched on during the interview is what TES calls the unfinished business of academisation. While 78% of secondaries are academies or free schools, this only applies to 37% of primaries. Zahawi has previously said that there will be no arbitrary deadline for academisation, but what's clear is that he favours multi-academy trusts. In response to as to whether he'll pull schools along with him, he states, as long as you follow the evidence, I think you'll carry people with you. The government has asked schools to sign up to a daily attendance tracker trial, which will collect real-time data from schools' registers to help address absences more quickly. The DFE are said to be running the trial over the coming months to see whether this daily attendance data could help the government understand and manage sector-wide trends. They hope this will lead to a more efficient and less burdensome approach to data collection for schools. The trial forms part of a series of measures announced to tackle rising absence rates, including new requirements for schools to publish attendance improvement plans. Have your say on what should be included in measures to improve the consistency of school attendance support and management. We've included a link in the show notes. Ofsted will be back to a full team of inspectors from today. Since schools returned at the start of January, the inspectorate has had access to just over 10% of its usual inspection workforce. Inspectors, who were also working in schools, were stood down to focus on their leadership responsibilities. Despite this announcement of a return to full capacity, inspectors can opt out if they feel their school needs them on site. On Monday, the 24th of January, the Education Secretary announced an £8 million fund from NHS England to enable all schools to fully support the in-school vaccination program. The fund will help schools hosting NHS vaccination teams and passing on materials about vaccination to further boost protection. Additionally, air cleaning units will be provided in all classrooms and teaching spaces that need them. This week's Deep Dive, Phonics. A recent study from UCL's Institute of Education has reignited the controversy surrounding the most effective way of teaching children to read. The study, co-authored by Professors Dominic Weiss and Alice Bradbury, takes data from two sources, a metasynthesis of 55 longitudinal experimental trials and a survey of 2,205 teachers. It finds that teaching in primary schools in England has changed for the first time in a hundred years to a more narrow focus on synthetic phonics, which positions England as an outlier among English-speaking countries. Synthetic phonics, we should mention, is a method of teaching that breaks down words into sounds made by combinations of letters. This approach, widely practiced in English primary classrooms, is not supported by research evidence, although it must be noted that none of the randomized controlled trials examined by the study met the criteria of the study itself, suggesting that more rigorous research focused on phonics and reading instruction in classrooms in England is needed. 
Weiss and Bradbury's teacher survey also offered some insight into primary teachers' views on phonics, and especially the phonics screening check, which was introduced in 2012. The phonics screening check, which some of our listeners are undoubtedly familiar with, is a test mandated for Year 1 students in English state-funded primary schools that evaluates children's phonics skills by having them read several words and combinations of letters aloud. Almost three-quarters of the teacher respondents said that the phonics screening check affected their pedagogy in some way, and none of the additional comments submitted by teachers were positive. Despite teachers' feelings, the Department for Education continues to champion the effectiveness of phonics teaching citing large increases in the numbers of Year 1 and Year 2 pupils who meet expected reading standards since 2012. The Education Endowment Foundation also vouches for the benefits of phonics teaching, although both the DFE and the EEF acknowledge that phonics teaching should be augmented by other methods and classroom activities. Supporters of the use of synthetic phonics point to the significant long-term benefits for disadvantaged pupils and those with EAL, So maybe it isn't quite time to get rid of this practice altogether. A balanced teaching approach seems to be the middle ground on which both sides of the debate can meet. But the question then arises, how much of an emphasis on phonics is beneficial for students? And how much is too much? Evidence points to teachers disliking a mandatory phonics test. But should the decision of how much to focus on phonics fall to teachers? Or is this something that further research should establish, as seems to be hinted at by the IOE study? This week at HEP, Bob Cox will be opening doors to poetry in Key Stage 2 on the 1st of February. On Wednesday the 2nd of February, we're relaunching our partnership with the Parental Engagement Network. The event kicks off at 3.45pm. And on Friday, Anne Smallberger is with us to discuss reading in Key Stage 1. Join us at 9.30am for that one. All sessions are virtual, so get booking via our website. This week, we've been watching The Biggest Myth in Education. This video from Veritasium, with an obviously clickbaity title, discusses the myth of learning styles. Just a side note, this might not actually be the biggest myth in education. However, we have all heard of learning styles like auditory learning or kinesthetic learning. This video explains how there is no evidence to support the existence of these learning styles, and that adopting them might actually make learning worse. See what you think on YouTube. Search for The Biggest Myth in Education. This week, we've been listening to The Cult of Pedagogy podcast by Jennifer Gonzalez, episode 183. This episode takes a while to get started, but skip to about the six-minute mark, and you'll be introduced to six edtech tools that may be worth experimenting with to help out in the classroom in 2022. This week, we've been reading The Art and Science of Teaching Primary Reading by Chris Such, an essential guide for primary school teachers that explores the technical and practical aspects of how children learn to read. We were lucky enough to have Chris Such visit us last week to deliver a talk on reading for fluency. The recording of this talk is available to watch for the next seven days. Get in touch for access. That's it for our Monday, 31st of January, HEP Brief. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This brief has been written and produced by Maya Cardwell and Luke Kemper. 
Music by Shane Ivers. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.